Hey, we're going to talk about not holding your peace. So this is something that, uh, well, I think I talked about in Exodus 14.14, if I made an episode about that. I did talk about it in one of my newsletters pretty recently. But, yeah, there's that really cool scripture about, like, how Jesus held his peace and he didn't talk, and even though people were provoking him and stuff. But then we have Alma, or Acts 18.9, and it says, Then spake the Lord to Paul in the night by a vision, be not afraid, but speak and hold not thy peace. And goes on to say, I'm going to help you out and everything like that, you know. But but I like that because he's like, don't waste your time. Speak, like go out and do that thing. Like go out and share your testimony. Make your testimony known. It's like that amazing talk from Sister Corden that I'll have a link to in the show notes. Like do not miss any opportunity to bear testimony of Jesus Christ. And that is what, you know, the Lord is kind of telling Paul. I don't know. It blows my mind because, like, I think of some people on the mission and sometimes myself too, like, where you clearly feel prompted to, like, bear your testimony or something and you missed opportunity or something. And then that person doesn't get to hear your testimony. It's like, wow. It's like wild. It's like, whoa. You know, maybe that could have really helped out that person. And it's just kind of a tragedy because your testimony is like unique to you. And it's like, it's a powerful thing. It's like a gift from God. And it's definitely meant to be shared in the right context and, and seeing things like that. And it can be really, really powerful. I can think of multiple times on my mission and other times in my life where it really just softens a heart or helps out somebody. And it always like lifts me up too, you know, bearing my testimony and fast and testimony meeting and stuff like that. But I think this is a good reminder and similar to the reminder that the Lord gave. And I think Doctrine and Covenant 60 to the people that were afraid and they weren't opening their mouths. And so their talents were like shut inside them. They weren't being shared. And if there's one thing for sure is that the kingdom of God and the church and and a family and whatever is certainly not going to do as well, like a ward and whatever. It's not going to do as well if people aren't like sharing their talents and like helping each other grow, like if they're just kind of doing their own thing and they're not trying to like advance the work by using the talents that the Lord's given them, then they're just going to be some things that are just missed out on, you know? So it's kind of interesting for sure. I talked about this a tiny bit in the Flexical newsletter that came out today, I believe, because I think this is coming out on Friday. Talked a little bit about The Incredibles and how it's interesting that they had, like, this opportunity to choose to, like, use their powers and remember their identity or or to not. And they chose to obviously run towards it. So I wrote, uh, for a good portion of the movie, The Incredibles try to keep their powers under wraps. When things start to get dicey and a new enemy emerges, they have to take action. To not use their powers would mean letting the city fall into the clutches of syndrome. Similarly, we wrestle not against flesh flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, Ephesians 6.12. It's like this legendary quote for Edmund Burke, the only way for evil to triumph is for good people to do nothing. This was the case in The Incredibles. As long as they did nothing... The enemy was able to grow in strength and number. Once they started working together and fighting as one, the enemy didn't stand a chance. And I made an episode on the Yield Today podcast about the power of unity and standing as one and stuff like that. So it's good stuff. And I just yawned because it's almost 1030 and 
it's just been good and I need to go to bed because I'm leaving Vegas tomorrow and it's wild to even think that. I, I got to really make sure I enjoy my day tomorrow for sure, for sure. It'll be good. I'm excited. I'm excited because like today I've really like taken the time to reconnect with the Lord and the Spirit and I I also wrote read like most of this chapter. I didn't just look at the one verse. So it's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. But it's cool. I, I've had times where I kind of get woken up in the middle of the night and it's interesting, you know, just to know that the Lord is able to reach us and inspire us, you know, even in today's day and age, he does that through prophets and he can do that through the spirit and other stuff and I'm yawning again. I don't know if I have a podcast episode where I have me yawning, but there we go. Now, now it exists. Now it is out there. Yeah, now people can make memes about it if they want to. Yeah, it's just so vital. I mean, I think of like Doctrine and Covenant 60, 61.8 or 61.3, one of those, I think. And it just talks about like the Lord's like talking to the early saints. Like, it's not mindful that my elders should move so swiftly on the waters when on either side there are people perishing in unbelief. And this sort of makes me like times when we go to church and there's a lot of people there, but we just kind of sit down and we just sort of do our thing. Instead of like maybe reaching out to some people, yes, there's a place for like, let's wait until church starts and let's just be really quiet and stuff. I think there's a balance, obviously, it needs to be reached. And oh, there goes. Okay, that was a long <laughs> I need to go to bed. But I, I, I don't know. There's just so much I love about this. Like the fact that the Lord was able to talk to Peter or Paul. Did I say Peter? I Wow. It's definitely Paul, not Peter. Whoops. Whoops. That might have been a big oof, but it's okay. Yeah. I, am, I Like all of a sudden, like my awakeness just like took a nosedive. And I have a red eye flight tomorrow. So that's pretty wild to think about. But yeah, I just think of like, yeah, just all those times where I I remembered this like the promises all the promises that god's given about like hey i'm going to give you words to speak i'm going to help you out and you just trust in that and there's so much power in that you don't even have to know what you're going to say you just kind of go for it and yeah because like the time is slipping and i feel it for sure with being in vegas for only a couple days and trying to reach out to people and enjoy my time and vacation and everything and you know those days all the days i was already here those days are frozen in time so anyway it just makes you think of the importance of trusting in the lord's promises and trusting the lord's warnings and following the counsel that he gives us whatever that looks like like if something stands out to you in your scripture study well there's a reason why that happened so you can spend more time thinking about that and then apply it to your life and know that will definitely be a a blessing two years in your life we don't have to be afraid we can speak and we can okay. <laughs> we don't we can uh we can hold our peace at those times but then when we have syndrome coming to get us and we need to use our powers and we can hold on our peace and kick bad guy bottom or something i don't know yeah <laughs> let our light shine before men and do good stuff yeah Okay, we'll just leave it at that. The Remember the flags of gold you pick up today will shine for you today, tomorrow, and forever.